welcome back to the Mindful Podcast. I'm your host, Asia McRae, and today we have with us Walisha Jackson of the Sacred Heart Women's Basketball Team. So on episode two, we're going to discuss mental health. Thank you, Will, for coming in today and joining us. Thank you for having me. So, Will, tell me a little bit about yourself and about your transition here to Sacred Heart. Okay, so um, I come from a small town in Jersey, Raleigh, New Jersey. I started playing basketball when I was about 13, 14 years old, and I actually used to cheer before that, so that was a transition on its own. Um, And it's like a funny story because a lot of people say they never really, like, saw me as a cheerleader. Uh, You know, I went to St. Peter's before I came here, and that's also another school in Jersey, but... Over there, um, I met a lot of people. I gained a lot of relationships. I felt that I wasn't necessarily growing. I didn't I didn't experience a lot of personal growth and I was just looking for a little something more. Uh, so I decided to come here. Okay, so tell me, do you like shoes so far? Have yeah. You, do you feel like you're finding yourself in your first year here? Definitely, I really do. Um, and even though it's been just a few months, like a short span of time, I do feel like I am finding myself you know, it's it's kind of weird just because of COVID, and that's yeah. just something that everyone has to get used to. Um, it's becoming like the new norm. But really, outside of that, I've been, you know, I've gained a strong connection to God. I've gained relationship with um, my teammates here, with you, and and really just getting to just step outside of myself and challenge myself in different ways. That's good. So, would you say you know basketball kind of really helps you try to figure things out and kind of makes things easier, you know, being as though you have a group of people around just to like support you and be there like as a shoulder to lean on? Definitely. I, I think of basketball as like my safe space. You know, it's a time where I can put everything else like to the side and, and really just focus in on just basketball, just playing the game, just understanding it, being a student of it. Um, yeah, it's just something I, I use to really clear my mind. People would say that, you know, basketball can be stressful and, you know, all those things of that nature. But for you, you're saying it kind of helps you clear your mind. Would you say outside of the gym or the court, life can be a little stressful? I mean, definitely. Like every day everyone's, you know, faces challenges and adversity. I mean, even on the floor, like on on the court with basketball, it's a mental game. So, you know, you still have things that might stress you out or might have you, you know, a little on edge. But but really, it's about finding the balance between the things that are most important to you. And that's what I feel like I've been able to do a little bit better here at SHU, really just trying to put things into perspective and really see, you know, what is it that I'm trying to accomplish? So, you know, outside of basketball, like I said, like I've, I've had my own, I have my highs and my lows, but, you know, basketball just really helps me put certain things in, into perspective and, you know, just help me out through it. That's good. Um would you say sports and basketball has like like a strain on your mental health as an athlete, even though, like you said, for some people, it is there to kind of give you an escape. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sports can be competitive and yeah. it can be a long road of ups and downs. So what's your take on that? I mean, it's it's definitely stressful to a certain degree. And I feel like the reason why I and other people do find it stressful is because we're passionate about it. Like It's a mental game, right? So... You know, like when you're passionate about something, you're obviously going to stress about it. You're going to want to take time to really make sure that what you're when you're investing in your time and, and your energy into something, you want to make sure that it's going to be worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a mental a mental process um, that I'm pretty sure everyone goes through. But sometimes not everyone is always open to talk about. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. You know, you said a second ago something about it being worth it. Now, would you say 
everything that you do in sports as an athlete, would you say it's worth it? Definitely. I mean, like I said before, with the highs and lows, like I believe that everything happens for a reason. Like, like I'm a strong believer that God puts you in certain positions for certain reasons. So, you know, even when I'm, I'm in like that, that place where like, you know, like it's, it's, it's getting hard. Right. When I'm in that place where it's like, things are tough. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep pushing through it because at the end of the day, um, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So that's, that's really what I'm striving for. So if I didn't think it was worth it, I wouldn't be doing it. And I wouldn't be putting this much time and effort and energy into it. Like I said, if you really love something then and when you love the game, you're going to do, you're going to go the extra mile for it. So as a D1 athlete, take me through how stressful that may be, you know, not just on the court, but just, you know, being a student athlete, trying to make time for social life, school and basketball. Like, Take me through a little, a little bit about your day and how that can, you know, wear down and kind of like stress you out just a little bit. Because let's be honest, mm-hmm. it's stressful. Like yeah. being a student athlete is definitely stressful. It definitely comes with its pros and cons. So give me your take on that. You know, I wake up, I have my alarm set for eight o'clock in the morning every day. And I usually wake up you know, brush my teeth, wash my face, get ready, um, read the word. Um, and I really just try to mentally prepare myself because like, I'm i the kind of person I like to get up with a little bit of extra time so that I can just like settle myself down so I don't feel like I'm rushing. Yeah. I don't want to start my day off rushing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then from there I, I got class and then, you know, we would have practice. Um, and then after practice, some days I would have another class or if I don't have class, then I'm probably, I, I do Instacart on my own. So just to keep a few bucks in my, you know, in my pocket, yeah. um, I'm doing homework, um, spending time with my teammates. Like, so yeah, it is a lot and it's a lot to balance. Like, you know, and even like the simple things, just like calling people that you love, just checking up, you know, on them. Like I call my parents a few times throughout the week. Um, and sometimes like I forget to call them and, and they text me like, you know, Hey, I know you got a lot of things going on, but, um, they understand. And like, I understand too. Um, but really it's just, I feel like me personally, it helps when I, when I write a plan down for myself throughout the day. Um, and sometimes I have to kind of stop and really take a deep breath. Like, all right, you know, I I did this, I did that throughout the day. All right, what's next? Or sometimes I just have to say, well, just take 20 minutes, just watch some Netflix and just, just relax your mind for a few minutes. Like decompress from everything, just take a step back from all. Yeah. That's good. You know, that's that's like a lot. That's mm-hmm. a lot that you just said that you're doing in one day. Like, right. you know, think about all the stuff that you're doing. And like you said, it can be stressful on you and it can be not a burden, but a burden yeah. to the mind. Like to think yeah. about all the things you have to go through and do throughout the day. Times for this, be here for that. Like, you know, as, a, as an athlete, I'm sure you have a lot of demands. Mm-hmm. Be here at this time. You would probably have to, like, match clothes and do this and that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a team and as an athlete, do you feel as though mental health is talked about or mentioned enough on your team? Um, I think it is. I feel like, you know, our coaches and, and really just our players, we do check in with one another just to make sure everyone is doing okay because it's, it really is important. Like, just just outside of just the sport with COVID going on and, and worrying about, you know, are we going to get shut down in the next few days or, you know, like, am, am I practicing the right precautions to make sure, you know, I'm putting myself and my, my team in the right position, you know? I guess that's another 
you know, kind of like you said before, like another burden that you have to think about that's already running through your mind on top of the other things that you already got going on throughout your day. So, you know, it's it's so important that we do check in with one another and make sure that that we're doing okay or that we're, you know, that we're letting each other know that we're here for one another. That's most important. Now, you mentioned COVID and the pressures of that. Take me, this gave me a little bit of insight about that. Do you feel a mental strain or, like you said, pressure this year to have to play during COVID? Do you feel like, you know, outside people, coaches, your families, like, you know, pre- like pressing you to play through COVID? Do you feel like, you know, if you wanted to, let's say, opt out, would you mm-hmm. be nervous to do that? Like, how did you feel going into this year, you know, with the idea like, hey, you might have to play basketball in the pandemic? Like, how did that make you feel? So, you know, there were there were a lot of questions, a lot of concerns and a lot of things that I had to think about myself. Um, for one, I had to think about my health. And then I also had to think about the health of the people around me. So, you know, like, like obviously, like we can't we can't go out and do certain things. So even I'm not gonna lie, even just going to the grocery store and when I'm when I touch a door handle or when I touch the cart, I'm like, I gotta make sure I clean my hands off because I don't wanna bring it back to my room and then I spread it to my roommates or I spread it to my teammates. So that's really that's a lot, you know, something else that you have to think about. Um and really like playing in the game or just practicing like you know, wearing them at first, you know, when we started working out preseason, we had to wear masks throughout the whole practice, which is really tough. Um, but, you know, eventually we, we got a little used to it. We, we, you got to do what you got to do to get through yeah, you it. Gotta you got to figure know? it out somewhere, yeah. right? So, um, you know, that was that was pretty rough, too. But really just like the protocols that we have to follow, um, just making sure that you don't walk out the gym without a mask or making sure you don't walk out your house without a mask. Like I usually do a little checklist, phone keys. And I'm like, Oh, a mask. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, think about that. Like, yeah. What a time where you like, it's a, a day-to-day lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You have to have the mask everywhere. Like, yeah. and even I'm like, I feel a little pressure because it's like, I gotta be on my P's and Q's and I'm mm-hmm. out in the stores yeah. when I'm doing stuff. It's like, I like, like you said, you don't want to bring it back to people who you're around. Exactly. And I think, I think just COVID is like a mental health problem yeah. because like it's really stressful. <laughs> it like is. it's a lot going on, a lot of uncertainties. Mm-hmm. So I think I understand. I get you a hundred percent on that. COVID is de- definitely stressful. Yeah. And I can only imagine or can't imagine, you know, being an athlete mm-hmm. playing in COVID that, that it's just crazy. Like, yeah. you know, 10 years from now after COVID, I'm like, Hey, I was playing basketball during a pandemic. Exactly. Like that's crazy to even assume that anyone's doing anything besides quarantining exactly. during a pandemic, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. But hey, here we are. Hopefully we'll get past it soon. Yes. Um, <laughs> so let's circle back to um, like school and just tell me about that. I mean, I know that so you you transferred. Did you feel any kind of pressure or like hesitation when you came to a new school like tell me about the team and the coaching staff you know how how have things been adjusting to the new school to a new a whole new program so you know when I first made the decision that I wanted to transfer it was already hard because I didn't want to leave the people that I already made relationships with um so that was really difficult on its own and I didn't know how far away from home I would be like my old school is 30 minutes from home Mm -hmm. you know it was really accessible and I'm very close to my family so 
there's a lot of things that I really had to think about. And, and in the midst of that, I was transferring during the time where COVID was like, just like starting. Yeah, it was just starting. Yeah. So I'm like, am I even going to land in the, in the school that I really want to go to? Like I wasn't sure. It was, it was a lot of things up in the air. Um, but thankfully I had connections that knew the coaching staff here and I'm, I'm still truly thankful for that. Like I appreciate um, the time that like everybody took to help me end up here. Cause I'm honestly happy here really just meeting the coaching staff and meeting the team, of course, through zoom. Um, it was a little, a little weird because zoom. yeah, uh, zoom. Zoom. <laughs> a little weird. At first. Everyone's on zoom now. <laughs> right. Um, but, but really it was, it was, I still felt like I was being welcomed with open arms and that's something that I was looking for. Um, I felt like, um, you know, everyone cared about me as a person as well. So, um, yeah, I just felt, I felt like I would be comfortable here. Um, you know, with the team and with the coaches. And I feel like I'll be able to grow here. That's good. Um, you mentioned you felt like people would be able to care for you and be there for you. So my next question or one of my questions, would you say that the coaching staff and the school, or let's say the athletic department is very supportive and understanding of how much student athletes go through? Do you feel like as a school and as a program, they really try to put a... Um, not an emphasis, but they try to put a lot of time and uh, time and effort to really be there for their athletes. Because like you said earlier, being a student athlete can be a lot and it can be really stressful on your mental health. So how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, the coaches are very understanding. Like, you know, um, as a transfer, I got to do study hall. So you know, the coaches will say, like, go get something to eat and come back. Like, if you're a few minutes late, like, don't, you know, don't worry about it. So, because they understand, like, I just had practice and I have class in, like, a few minutes. Yeah. So, um, they're they're really understanding with that. But um, it's a it's a mutual understanding, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, as far as the school, even though these are my first few months being here, it's still a little, little iffy. I've just, it's just certain instances that's been going on, and I'm not really sure if equality is like completely there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's still, it's still something that I'm still trying to figure out, just mm-hmm. doing my research on. But I think as a school that we need to do a better job at really making sure that all athletes are feeling comfortable in the environment that they're in. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. So could you tell me about you as an athlete? Like, more so about keeping up to the ideal athlete like image. Um, a lot of times, I feel like people don't realize, like you were saying, of course, the schedule scheduling mm-hmm. to be an athlete can be mentally draining. Mm-hmm. But also keeping up with that athlete image. Like, are you on a diet? Do you do your coaching staff and um, athletic trainers put you guys on a diet like you know how like do you get stressed about your eating habits and staying in shape because I know every athlete probably has you know something going on in their head like I need to do this I need to do that to make sure I stay on top of my game so take me a little take me through that a little bit well I'm glad you mentioned diet because I'm huge on that Mm -hmm. like I within these past two to three years, I've changed what I eat and really how much I eat. I mean, I still eat a lot, I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> really just focusing on, because I snack a lot. 
Um, I still eat two to three meals throughout the day, but I do like to snack and I started changing the the kind of snacks that I eat, you know, things that are going to be better on my body so that I don't have to worry about the aftermath, you know, later on, like, you know, being in condition that can really separate you, you know, from a lot of other things. So like if, if you're in shape, then you're able to mentally be prepared for the game and physically be prepared for it. So you know, dieting is something that I'm I'm really big on, and and even like you know, as a team, like we make sure like pregame, like we're not we're we're getting you know the right carbs, like we're not you know getting to me you know, like sugary foods and stuff like that, um, which is really helpful. Like even the refueling station, like we have some you know healthy snacks in there too. Would you say you ever really felt pressure to stay up on your diet, like to the point where it kind of like is really bothering you like where you're not comfortable mm-hmm. like do you feel like you have to get outside your your comfort zone to really feel okay I would be accepted you know if I eat this way or if I do this this way because like you said to be staying on top of what you eat in your body will translate in the game mm-hmm. but do you feel like if you go outside of that then kind of like everything everything just like shuts down so you know, I'm always looking to challenge myself. So let's say, um, like I know people that do certain diets, they have cheat days, right? Sometimes, I don't know, I'll eat a piece of chocolate and I'm like, I probably shouldn't do this, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you know treat what I mean? yourself. Yeah, treat like, yourself. you know yeah. what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but as long as I tell myself, like, I'm not taking it too far. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there are times where I'll I'll walk past that same piece of chocolate. I'm like, you know, you don't need that right now. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean like like that's that's the kind of thing of me stepping outside my comfort zone. Like, yeah. It'll be easy for me to say, just go ahead and do it. But sometimes you gotta have that discipline to say, yeah. okay, like you don't need that right now, or or get something healthier to eat. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, but I don't think I've ever felt pressured with my diet. I think it's just me just challenging myself and um, yeah, just really stepping outside of myself and saying like. You know, what What are you going to do differently so that you can perform to the max on the floor? That's you know? good. Okay, that's good. Because yeah. that's, that's more of a you thing. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say that, you know, the coaching staff or anyone's kind of like pressuring you right. to eat a certain way. No. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now talk to me a little bit about on the court. You know, you got to eat and, you know, stay in shape to perform. Let's talk about performing. Do you have any pressures or like like mental breakdowns about performance. I know as athletes, it really, you know, comes down to how you perform Mm -hmm. on the court, off the court, on the field, whatever it is. I feel like every athlete has that in their mind, that stress, like, you know, I have to do well. I have to make this basket. I have Mm -hmm. to score this touchdown. I have to, you know, do whatever it is. But I know everyone has that mental stress on them to perform well. Mm -hmm. So take me through your pressures or if you have any of uh, performing well if it comes from just yourself do you feel pressures from the coaching staff your mm-hmm. family members you know friends you know teammates like mm-hmm. you know how is that for you so there's, there's so many factors yeah so many um I bet you know I think personally I put the most pressure on myself and that's just because I'm a little bit of a perfectionist yeah like, I just okay. want I I want to do the best that I could do as you should as <laughs> you, know, you should you know really whether it's practice whether it's in a game whether it's just me working out by myself like 
I'm always going to have that edge on myself to just do the best that I can. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's, I think that's just a competitor in me. Like that's, that that's mamba mentality. Yes. Like Kobe, like you gotta go out there and just get it right. It's, that's that's never gonna go away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but still, there are pressures from your coaches, even from your teammates. It could be from family members, from outside sources. But me personally, I'm I'm really you know I'm really appreciative that I have a good support system. Like, you know, like when I was, when I was playing basketball, like, you know, growing up playing basketball, my parents never really, they talked to me, talked to me like, you know, after AAU games, like what I could have did better, you know, the, the yeah, rise in the backseat. Dad's probably yeah. like, listen, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta hit that layup. Yeah. You gotta do this ham, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so you. I still had that, but it was never like, you know, like hounding me. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, you know, my parents allowed me to grow on my own, mm -hmm. but still be there whenever yeah. I needed them. And that's something that I'm always grateful for. Um, even my support system, like, you know, like the people that, you know, that just, that just support me, you know, overall trainers, um, friends, mm -hmm. family members. Um, I, I never felt like, like pressure, like this is what I had to do. And yeah. I think that's because I already, I already, I expect the best out of me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I have the most expectations out of myself. So right. I don't, I feel like I probably never really even really like noticed the other pressures that people put on me. Um, but yeah, I mean, like even just like you said before, like, you know, even in like in practice, like you're telling yourself, like, I got to do well, I got to do well. And sometimes you can get inside your head, you know, a little bit. And I've done that myself. Like just this, this past season, I found myself like in a shooting slump and I didn't know how to get out. Yeah. And I just, I just stayed persistent. I just kept getting in the gym and I just shot my way out of it. You know what I mean? Um, some, and like, that's another thing. Like sometimes you don't have the answers. Like sometimes you're just like in a spot, you're stuck. Yeah. Like you don't really know what to do, but I reached out to trainers. I reached out to my coaches. I reached out to people that I, that I thought could help me. And, and that did help. Cause you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person where sometimes it is hard to reach out for help. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, no, I, I could do it on my own. Exactly. I, could do it on my own. I feel like that's, that's a lot of people, yeah. you know, when you're an athlete and mm -hmm. you're like, taught from you know the beginning of whenever you started playing a sport hey you i feel like athletes are taught you got to be strong you mm -hmm. got to push through adversity mm -hmm. that's why i think it's good to have these conversations like hey how are you feeling because exactly. like you said everyone goes through a slump mm -hmm. but it's like what are you doing what are others doing outside of that or outside of you i, sh I should say to get you out of the slump mm -hmm. yeah I, I feel you like yeah. you know Everyone's going to hit a, a bump in the road, yeah. but it's really about, you know, how you respond, how you get out of that. So that's good to know that you can have people to help you get out of your shooting slump or yeah. whatever's <laughs> happening during that week. But I definitely understand that. So would you say, like you said earlier, sometimes it's hard for you to reach out when it's hard for you to reach out and say you, you don't. How would you say you kind of try to figure out the best way to respond out of like a, a bump in the road or a slump that's happening in your life in terms of sports? You know, it, it, it depends on the situation too. Like sometimes it can start as something so small mm -hmm. and you don't reach out for help and, and, and that problem becomes bigger and that issue becomes bigger and it gets harder to handle. Mm -hmm. And then you get to a point where it's like, I probably should have, you know, like asked for help, yeah. you know, a while ago. But I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say like, I don't always ask for help. Like I don't always say I'm struggling with something. Let me let me ask somebody. You why? Know, sometimes why why do you feel like you can't ask for help? Is that a 
is it because like I meant, was mentioning before, like, would you say you're like kind of programmed to try to figure it out on your own because of, you know, yeah. how like the sports culture has raised athletes, like, Hey, you got to get through it. Mm-hmm. You got to have that tough mentality. Like, Hey, I'm not going to let this beat me down. Mm-hmm. I don't need help. Like, is like, would you agree or? Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of that. And then personally it's, it's a little bit of me just challenging myself. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'll, I'll ride the wave just to see, you know, can, can I dig myself out of this hole on my own? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, can I get through this on my own? Am I able to put the pieces together and figure it out? Yeah. And if I can't, if I can't, then I'm going to say, all right, let me reach out to somebody. Okay. You that's know? good. Yeah. So, you know, but Sometimes it's still, it's still a little difficult. It's still a little hard to, to reach out to people because like you said, like, it's just that stigma around being an athlete and, and showing no weakness, that kind exactly, of thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Showing no weakness. Like but we're in a different time now. Yeah. You know, and and especially in a time where, like we're talking about right now, mental health is something that needs to be discussed. It's real. You know? Yeah. It's definitely real. Now to tie into more mental health issues, <laughs> let's talk about injury. Hmm. As athletes, we all know, or we both know, everyone goes through an injury at yeah. some point in their athletic career. Have you had any injury recently? And if so, tell me about how that affected your mental health. So uh, recently I have, I had a partial tear in my patellar tendon and um, having in practice, it was frustrating, you know, like for about three weeks, I didn't even know what the actual diagnosis was until I got an MRI. Um, So that was really frustrating because I just felt like you know, either I could be back playing right now or I'm like, I don't know if I'm making it worse right now. So, but injuries itself are just really frustrating because it hinders you from doing the thing that you want to do the most from, you know, the thing that makes me happy. Like, you know, I can't even do that now because I gotta, I gotta take a break and I gotta rest my body and I gotta recover. Um, so that's also really important, but you know, like I have to get surgery soon and I never had surgery before. So this is something new to me, but it's it's gonna be an experience, but it's kind of scary because I don't know how how this is like how I'm gonna react to it. Like I don't know how this is gonna go. Like I'm gonna be at home for four weeks, away from my teammates, away from my friends. Like I'll be around my family, which I'm gonna love, but at the same time, it's like I'm probably gonna be in the bed majority of the day or right. doing rehab. You know what I mean? So I've never been in that position before, so I'm I'm a little like I'm just a little skeptical about how that's gonna go. Um, you know, I, and I, I don't feel too down in the slums about it right now, but I feel like in two weeks that, that this conversation might, might change, it might you know come, what I mean? Yeah. It might change. So, but no injuries are, they're definitely frustrating. And sometimes it's, it's most frustrating when you don't know, like when you're going to come back from it or, you know, like I know a lot of people, sometimes they don't know if they're going to come back from it, you know, but um, really, it can be really frustrating. And I feel like at some point, like an athlete, whether they had an injury that was really severe or something that was just really minor, um, it's frustrating because, like I said, like it hinders you from doing the thing that you do every day for the thing that you want to do. Um, so, you know, for me, I just feel like like everything happens for a reason. So the times where, you know, this this injury, wait, sorry, is are you going to talk about my knee already? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this injury with my knee, um, you know, this is the most severe that I've ever had, but like 
something as, as, as down to just like a contusion in my quad or like a sprained ankle or something like that. Like that's, that's probably going to take like a week or two and I'm up and ready to go. Um, but I would take that time to really say like, okay, what, what do I need to do? Like I need to probably slow down and really think about, or really think about things that are going to help me in the next few steps, you know, in of my career. Um, so that's, that's kind of, that's kind of a way that I look at injuries sometimes, but this with my knee, like, uh, I'm not sure how to look at this one. I mean, like, I'm I'm still positive about it, and I'm still optimistic about it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to come out stronger. That's that's just no doubt. Like, I don't um, – that's the only way I'm going with this. Right. But, you know, during the process, I, I know I'm I'm probably going to be, you know, in the yeah. slums a little bit, you know. But it happens. I don't know. I'm not the only person that this ever happened to. And yeah. people have come out stronger and better. So, you know, that's just what I'm pretty much looking forward to. That's just the life of an athlete. Like you're going to get injured. You're going to go with these ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's why this conversation has to be talked about, you know, Mm -hmm. because mental health, mental health is real, especially when athletes, I mean, with athletes. So would you say the conversation of mental health needs to be addressed more between athletes and those on the outside? And do you think people need to have more awareness when they're talking about and assuming things about athletes? Yeah, we definitely need to have more conversations like this because, like you said, people do assume, and they probably assume that, like, the life that we're living is easy, that our routine is easy, but in reality, it's not. You know what I mean? Like, people, you know, people might say, like, no, my nine to five is is harder than your two hours that you put in, but it's really way more than just the two hours that that, that we put in in practice. Some, you know, some, like I said, when you're passionate about it, when you love the thing that you do, you're going to put extra time into it no matter what. And sometimes it's, it's not about the amount of hours that you put in. It's how much you put in mentally. And that's where sometimes that breakdown can come through. But sometimes that's where the breakthrough can come out. You know what I mean? So really the, the conversation about having mental health and athletes, it's got to be talked about way more. And, and I'm not going to lie, like there has been a progression in that. Like we, you know, like like we're talking about it now, you know what I mean? So there there has been a better emphasis on it. Um, you see like advertising, you see commercials, you see videos, you see posts on social media, like, and, and I commend that because like I said, it needs to be discussed. It got to be talked about. Yeah, I agree 100%. Well, that's all for today. Thank you so, so much for coming in and talking with me. Good luck with your surgery and the rest of your season next year. And I hope to see you back here. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Asia McCray. This is the Mindful Podcast. Check in next week for episode three.